G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Now there's an event that's coming up which causes excitement for some, anxiety for others. It is, of course, Schoolies Week. And if you're saying, well, why are we talking about Schoolies Week this early? Uh, Let me encourage you that the Schoolies Week celebrations start in just 11 days from now. Uh, Now, if you want to... If you're thinking that the year's flying by quickly, well, it certainly is. Well, your opportunity to join in our conversation over this coming hour, we're going to be talking about schoolies. And uh, interestingly, schoolies has been around long enough now that maybe you were a schoolie yourself and now you've got teenagers. Uh, let's uh, open our talkback lines. You might like to contribute to our conversation on 1-800-316-316. Let me make a special welcome to our guest for this hour, Andy Gooley, who is the founder of the Red Frog. And I guess Red Frogs is like a hotel chaplaincy, caring for young people in schoolies. Andy, welcome along. Yeah, thanks, mate. Great to be here. (laughs) Andy, I'm just giving you a chance to catch your breath here. And uh, thanks very much for joining us today. Uh, Just reflecting on the 20-odd years that schoolies has been going. And as I say in the introduction, some of those schoolies in those early schoolies days when things were really just getting you know, the momentum happening for schoolies. Well, some of them have got teenagers now. Some of them might even have schoolies. Uh, do you come across people who say, I remember you from 20 years ago? Yeah, look, it's uh, like that. It's our 20th year of Red Frogs this year of helping out schoolies all around Australia. And uh, it's amazing the uh, the employers that ring you these days and you do uh, like a reference check for an applicant and they said, oh, by the way, in 2002, you made me pancakes. And by the way, you walked <laughs> me home in 97 and... So, yeah, you hear great stories from all the parents of actually schoolies now, which is quite amazing. Well, 11 days now as the countdown goes, and, of course, probably the still the biggest schoolies event uh, happens on the Gold Coast in Queensland. But there are schoolies events that are going on all over Australia, and some of the graduation times for Year 12, uh, those vary from state to state. What's happening in other states that you're aware of? Yeah, great. We do about uh, 17 locations all around Australia, including now even Fiji and Bali. So there's about 5,000. Aussies that head to Bali over those couple of weeks and so we have teams over there that start and then but New South Wales Victoria is a week later than than Queensland so which is great to have them all in one spot would be a nightmare (laughs) so we're really stoked they're spread out and also broken up. Now the Gold Coast in Queensland was really the place where schoolies became popular and it began to spread, well, you know, I guess when kids say, well, there's so many people going to be in surface paradise, we might find some other locations. Uh, once uh, those kids start to go to all sorts of different places, uh, then the idea of caring for them to perhaps look out for their safety becomes a bigger deal. But Red Frogs has grown with that growth all over these years. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been interesting to see the growth in Victoria, down in Lawn it started, then it went to Torquay, Phillip Island, then Rye, and... Uh, in WA, it started down in Dunsborough and then went down to Margaret River and Rottnest Island. And then uh, down in uh, Byron Bay has really grown in the last probably five to ten years. 
Uh, but probably the overseas phenomenon in the last five years, that's been a really interesting trend we've seen where they've started to move overseas and and probably take some other options around there. But the Gold Coast is still the biggest. And, and also down at Victor Harbour, there's a great organisation called Encounter Youth uh, that do uh, all the work down there with the green team. And uh, it's the one location we don't do in Australia, and we're so thankful for those guys. They do a great job down there. Now, you've got children yourself. I think we were talking last year, and uh, was it last year that you had a teenager going through schoolies? Uh, yeah, but how, did you survive? Yeah, we survived, mate. It's fantastic. And uh, uh, yeah, I had it covered, mate. We had fifteen hundred workers all around Australia. She couldn't go anywhere, but no, she went on the uh, yeah. Scripture Union uh, backflip uh, trip in Early Beach, which was sensational. And that's uh, you get on these yachts and you go around the islands and they have some dance parties at night, and it's a alcohol and drug free event. So I was really happy she chose that. Stoked. And this is a very important aspect, isn't it, uh, for parents who have the anxiety that we're talking about. We're going to talk about the excitement and the anxiety. For parents who are anxious about their teenager and schoolies, there are alternative things that you can do, uh, you know, that are different to the ones that are getting the bad headlines. Yeah, look, uh, parents are getting very clever these days. They're becoming really smart where... uh they're planning to give the second car to the to the young schoolie anyway, but they go, look, you can go to schoolies or have the second car. And they're even forking out for trips to New York and L.A. and London and, and uh, look, or you can pay for schoolies yourself or here's a trip to London. So parents are getting quite creative with uh, how they're dealing with the issue, but also doing their research is really important as a parent and finding locations that you, you think, are, you know, maybe a bit safer and and offering to, to supply the accommodation in those locations is quite a good technique. As we get our conversation underway, uh, just to uh, draw to attention the, the dreadful headlines uh, that are in the newspapers today. Uh, so this is so current because there are concerns that this summer is looking likely to be the worst yet for drug overdoses, uh, thanks to these cheap party pills and dangerous new psychoactive substances set to flood the annual celebrations for schoolies. I imagine that every time you're fronting cameras or behind a microphone, and you're doing a lot of media these days, uh, I imagine that this is one of the questions that people are asking. Uh, is this getting worse, the drug issue with schoolies, and is it something that parents ought to be concerned about? Yeah, look, it's definitely been a big over the last three weeks with those really tragic overdoses on the Gold Coast where they had 16 really serious uh, psychotic drugs come through that literally uh, put young people into seizures and unfortunately one passed away. And, and it really did highlight the dangers of drugs and particularly down in that area where if you're out to party and say if you even had a few drinks, you're actually very susceptible to maybe doing something you normally wouldn't do. And schoolies, unfortunately, has that hype factor or that, that extra momentum to it that can make you do something you normally wouldn't do. And so we've been really going harder with our high school education program. We've been talking to 52,000 year 12s leading up to schoolies. And one of our biggest thing is really looking after your mates, particularly if one of your mates has had a bit to drink, you've got to look after him and make sure no one get, takes advantage of him offers them something they shouldn't try, and they try it and get themselves in all sorts of trouble. So unfortunately, we are seeing some trends increase in the drugs, but compared to alcohol, still minor. I think we've got to put that in perspective. Alcohol is definitely the most dangerous drug for Aussies, and but the trends in drugs is increasing, unfortunately, and that experimental drug use is the most common thing we see.
We'll talk some more about this through the hour, but I want to invite our listeners to participate in our conversation today. You might have a question about schoolies. You might have your own reflection. Maybe you were a schoolie yourself and now you've got teenagers growing up and you're interested to contribute your own schoolies story. Uh, Perhaps you are someone who's uh, been just even recently a part of schoolies celebrations. You're welcome to call us. Our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316. That's 1-800-316-316. Andy, let me just come to parents for a moment. For a lot of parents, uh, you know, schoolies going off to uh, a celebration, uh, they're going to be in a unit uh, with their friends or out on the streets or however they're going to do that. It's almost like for some parents, uh, that letting go factor. I mean, we've always had... You know, or like a harness around our teenager, all of a sudden schoolies is here and they want to go off and do this thing with their friends. It's like this anxiety of letting go. Uh, What do you say to parents who are thinking through those issues? Yeah, look, that's very normal at this age too. And, you know, going through, I've got a 19-year-old now and and that's just, you know, they're growing up into adults and it's really trusting all the great work you have done when they were young and trusting all the years you have put into them and, and, you know, trusting them to do the right thing. And can I just make a comment too that, the schoolies we've seen in the last couple of years have been the healthiest we've ever seen in the last 20 years. So there's, there's some great young people making smart decisions. And for us, our alcohol and toxins were down last year and overall behaviour was the best we've seen it. And so there's some really good young people coming through and really looking after their mates too. So I think as parents, you've just got to trust and, you know, really be support them. But in, in the, you know, when it comes down the road, they've got to make their own decisions too. And that's, that's all part of growing up. Part of growing up, uh, some people will think of the idea of a rite of passage. Uh, not sure uh, whether you've thought of the schoolies in that way. I'm, I'm sure you have. Uh, but this idea of, uh, you know, a, a child and going through uh, ritual things that actually affirm their adulthood. And there are lots of great rites of passage, I guess, as Christian parents. You can be thinking of doing a, a younger, but uh, a lot of parents don't do that sort of stuff. And all of a sudden, uh, schoolies becomes a rite of passage. Not always the best philosophy undergirding that, but uh, how do you feel about uh, th- this idea that uh, that it's something that schoolies all aspire to, uh, to go through this as a rite of passage? Yeah, definitely it's a rite of passage, but not to just take uh, the popular worldview by granted where I... It, to become, say, for a bloke, for example, become a man that you've got to drink now and match it up with the boys. But really it's about becoming really confident in who you are, being really solid to your core belief system and what you believe. And I, I think there's a lot more respect out there, particularly we're seeing uh, non-drinkers that do go to schoolies. There's a lot more respect these days that, that you're making good decisions and your mate won't pressure into drinking. And we're seeing a lot more of that where they're valuing individual choices a lot more in that young generation, which is a really, really good trend. But yeah, look, it is, it is a a coming of age and, you know, you've left school, you've got to think about a job or uni and uh, sometimes uh, moving out. But these days it's a lot longer because they love staying with mum and dad as long as they can now. But, uh, but again, it is, it's, it's a real growing up time. and, And I think, you know, we are seeing young people make some great decisions out there. Kids that go through church youth groups, I mean, they make friends within that youth group. Sometimes they're going to school with uh, some of the kids who are in their youth group. They get to this sort of year 12 time, we're going to graduate. And then you've got two young Christian uh, friends going off to do a schoolie celebration. 
When there's two together, there's a like a positive peer pressure, right? those friends doing the schoolies celebration together. I know that positive peer pressure has been something that you've been on about for a long, long time. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, you're actually the best asset to a lot of your mates in school that, that maybe uh, come from different backgrounds that might uh, drink a bit more than you do. And uh, by having more designated sober guys out there and more people that are really solid in who they are and don't feel that pressure to necessarily conform to whatever's around them is actually absolutely really gold for a lot of uh, young people that don't have that support network. And we're very blessed in church life too to have strong communities and strong values, strong upbringings where, you know, we do have that support. But unfortunately in our society, a lot of people don't have that support. So you can actually be a real positive difference in those environments. And it's it's needed the most in things like schoolies. So to be, uh, you know, that support network for your mates and being there at those critical times is also very important. And not just schoolies, but just uh, parties in general. And, and I guess that uh, whole scene, you know, to be out there amongst it, looking after your mates is such a positive thing to do. And great when you've got a, a couple of young Christian friends on the lookout for each other, being that positive peer pressure role model. But this is an interesting dimension that your organisation Red Frogs brings, because where there isn't that extra peer pressure, you're actually there providing it. That's exciting. Yeah, look, most of our workers are age 18 to 25 and they're up you know, living in the hotel rooms with the schoolies and going floor to floor doing random acts of pancakes. I think we do about 100,000 pancakes over that time and in these big parties and, and most of our workers, because they are 18 to 25, they're not mum and dad, they're not police, they're not the managers, but they're, they're there and really accessible for, for schoolies to talk to and actually... They let us know stuff they wouldn't let others know and feel a lot more comfortable with them. And it's really that positive uh, role modeling around them that just shows that you don't need to drink like a fish to have a good time and do crazy stuff, but you can just have fun. And I think the, the purity of fun's really being robbed out of this generation where you can just have a great time. You don't need drugs. You don't need to get smashed off your head. You know, you can actually have fun as a young person. And I think that being modeled and seen is really a positive thing. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision Christian Radio. We're talking the excitement and anxiety of Schoolies Week. Andy Goulet is our guest. He's the founder of Red Frogs. And, uh, in fact, I've just had drop into the studio, uh, Lauren, who hosts one of our programs on the Vision 180, which is our youth stream. And, Lauren, as you just burst through the door, <laughs> taken us by surprise, and uh, just a little quick uh, burst here, but you were a part of a schoolie celebration and you've also had some connection with Red Frogs as well. Yeah, I did both back-to-back. So at grade 12, I went to schoolies with a couple of friends. I'd been in youth and they hadn't, so... I went and I met up with some more youth kids while I was up there, so it was cool. And then the year after, I did Red Frogs, so I got to see both sides back-to-back, which was pretty good. Uh, Just quickly, uh, how did your parents feel about you going to schoolies when you went? Well, my parents were very, like, they knew that I was sure of who I was, and they knew that I would make good decisions. So they were very, like, um, aware of who I was, and they they were careful with it, and they were like, you know, we trust you. It helps that I went with a solo group of people too. 
So that was good. And, of course, as you say, the year after, then you got involved with Red Frog. So you knew what to expect, and then you got a chance to actually be a positive peer influence on those young people. That was very different for me because I had just turned 18, so some of the people were the same age as me. And it was really cool, though. It was awesome to be out there and just see the other side to it. How do you feel when you hear these sorts of stories, Andy? I mean, this is uh, this is cold, isn't it? This is the way it ought to happen. Oh, I love it, mate. So good. And uh, I think, yeah, when it is your schoolies, it is good to, you know, get a solid group of mates. And I think that's a great bit of advice there is uh, it all comes down to the, the group you're in too that makes your school experience a really good one or potentially not so good. And then, uh, yeah, to come back and to then to serve that next generation of schoolies coming through is a great thing. And and uh, which we really appreciate. And also uh, your pancake-making skills get better, don't they too, mate? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I learned a few pancake-making skills. I actually was part of the group that, no, they let me just stick to the red frogs because I would kind of flip too much or they'd just be soggy. I got there. Okay. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for your input and listen out for Lauren on Vision 180 when you're accessing our youth stream uh, on Vision 180 and you can do that online and you can get access to that when you go onto the Vision website at vision.org.au forward slash radio. Thank you so much, Lauren. We are taking calls on 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Leanne in Queensland. Hello, Leanne. Welcome along. Hi. Leanne, what are your thoughts on schoolies? Yeah, well, I've actually got a young daughter that's about to go and do that. Now, she hasn't had a lot of Christian upbringing. We've tried to teach her a little bit, but um, I have another daughter that's older that's more into church and stuff like that. And I'm just wondering how does someone get involved in helping in that situation like Lauren has in a positive way, like going there and helping out and showing how to have fun without, you know, doing the crazy stuff, just a good, clean fun? Yeah, great question. Uh, firstly, uh, what we do, we recruit through organisations and not individuals, and that really safeguards our program. So no random can come in off the street and become a Red yep. Frogger. So what we do through local churches and our Red Frogs is a chaplaincy network. So you just go through your local church and then you just get a, a pastoral organisational reference where they refer you that, you know, that uh, they can vouch for you. And then we do, uh, you need a blue card if it's yep. a Queensland location or working with children's card around Australia. And then uh, then also we do some training as well. So just uh, we can go to redfrogs.com and have a look at how to do that. But through your local local church is fantastic. And also what you can do for the one that is going is you can shoot us a sneaky email on our website and let us know what hotel they're staying in. And oh, we get our great thing. We can get our froggers to go up and do some random acts of pancakes. But we won't say mum uh, sent us. Yeah. That'd be very uncool at schoolies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea, though. I think that would be good for her. Fantastic. Love to do it. Leanne, thank you so much for your input today. Your question here on 2020 at our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316. If you'd like to contribute to our conversation, perhaps you are a parent suffering some of that anxiety we're talking about. Uh, perhaps you are a parent and you have been to schoolies before and your kids are growing up and it won't be long before they are actually attending schoolies as well. 1-800-316-316. Let's take a call from Katrina, who's in Cloncurry in Queensland. Hello, Katrina. Oh, good Good morning. Um, yes, um, I know um, quite a bit about red frogs and I'm very excited that red frogs started up. Uh, my son Joshua, he actually worked for Red Frogs for quite a while and um, he's from Brisbane and I think Andy knows him. Oh, fantastic. That's awesome. So <laughs> yeah. good. 
Excellent. And nice to see you. Nice to talk to you. Yes. Um, I encourage any young person that's, um, you know, been to schoolies and is a Christian to get involved because it is amazing, an amazing organisation. I just really think that most people that um, go to these events have no idea what they're doing and I've come from a background of um, non-Christian and I thought, you know, to go to these type of events was to go there, get totally wiped out and then not know what you're doing. But knowing that Red Frogs is there for another parent would be just so refreshing to know that there's someone there that's going to look after them. Oh, that's sensational! Thank you so much. It's a it's a real privilege too, and it's a, it's amazing. Now we have over fifteen hundred volunteers that do that and uh, donate their time, and they're absolute champions too because they give up their annual leave and they, they actually pay to come. They actually pay a registration to come and stay and walk these schoolies home and and be there for them at two in the morning and fill out fill fill up the old vomit bag here and there and and really just <laughs> there serving these young guys and. Uh, it's just uh, just amazes me their commitment every every year and and look we'll make sure we drop some red frogs into you at Cloncurry too. My mum and dad live up Corumba half the year, so when I pass through next time from Mount Isa, I'll drop some frogs off for you. Oh yes, thank you. Now, yeah, Katrina, just noting that you are calling in from Cloncurry, and for listeners uh, on the other side of the nation, uh, you're wondering where Cloncurry is, just near Mount Isa. They're up in the uh, northwest of Queensland. Uh, is there any special thing that Cloncurry students do for schoolies, Katrina? Um, I can't really answer that question because we're up here working, and we've only been up here this year. We're not really um, involved with the community as such in Concurry, but we're invo- I'm involved with the community working um, on the properties and trying to minister to okay. people on properties. Well, yeah. Katrina, thank you so much for calling in today here on 2020. Thank you. Uh, and we're taking calls 1-800-316-316. Just a minute out from news, a quick call from David in Adelaide. Hello, David. Welcome along. Yeah, how are you? Very well, David. Very quick. You know, I- I- I'm a, I'm a river parent because when the school this week was coming up and my kids were young, I offered them a round-the-world trip for 12 months if they left before school. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> How'd they go? Did they take it up, mate? Yep. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. That's legendary. Yeah, they worked in kibbutzes and they did. Oh, they had the time of their life. But the other comment I had, you know, in South Australia, school is actually started by a group of students from Concordia College and we're going back into the oh how old are we now it's 80. David we're going to have to cut and go to news and uh, we might just hold that thought but uh, David thank you very much for calling in from Adelaide, Uh, news doesn't wait for us so we're continuing our conversation after the news, Andy Gooley is our guest, founder of Red Frogs we're talking about schoolies, the excitement and the anxiety of schoolies Andy as we talk about people from outback communities and we took a call just a short while back from Katrina in Cloncurry and uh, there are people out in the bush who are, you know, their kids are getting to uh, high school years, they're graduating out of year 12. Uh, where are most of those kids from the outback going for schoolies celebrations? What are your you know, impressions? Yeah, well, it's uh, pretty varied depending on what state they're from. I know a lot of uh, Western Victorians uh, tend to go down to Torquay and Lawn and 
uh, gravitate down there. I know up uh, north Queensland, uh, there's been a lot of locations like um, Magnetic Island just off Townsville, uh, even Tinaru Dam up near Cairns, uh, also Yapoon uh, down in Rocky for all the Billow kids and stuff like that. And then up uh, Bundy, Gladstone, a lot of those kids head to the sunny coast. Uh, but then in Cairns, actually quite a lot come down to the Gold Coast because it's actually uh, can be cheaper to fly there than to Early Beach. But Early Beach definitely is the main area for North Queenslanders. And in WA, uh, very much uh, Dunsborough, Bustleton gets most of the, probably the western WA uh, people go uh, to Bustleton. And then also I think a lot of the city kids from Perth head to Rottnest Island and a mixture down to Dunsborough as well. So it uh, depends where you're from and what region, but it's uh, very... And then Darwin, a lot of the Darwin guys go to Bali because it's so close. And this is amazing because uh, for a lot of people who are a little bit older, uh, when you thought of having a celebration, you did something close by. But kids are not restricted these days. Now, my own uh, youngest daughter was a schoolie last year, and she, with her group of friends from school... Uh, got on a plane and flew from Queensland to Melbourne where they had a few days getaway. And and you know what? Uh, I'm not sure what went on, but at least they survived. And uh, that was a really uh, a heartening thing. But geography is uh, is different these days. Kids, they've got part-time jobs. Uh, you know, maybe parents are a little wealthier than perhaps uh, other uh, families. Mm. And they can be on a plane. They can be anywhere. And as you say, it's not just even within Australia, but also overseas. It's amazing the way that young people get around. Yeah, look, airfares are so cheap these days, and just you, back in our day, you just wouldn't think of it. And uh, but it's so much more affordable with the competition in the airspace now, and, and even some of the packages where uh, some accommodation packages uh, can be quite expensive in some areas, uh, but but in others, it's cheap actually to fly to a location, and you'll get the same amount of value. So yeah, look, they're very cluey these days, and with social media, uh, it, it, young people are more aware of options uh, and more options. Let's come back to those parents and the anxiety of Schoolies Week. Is there something you ought to be thinking about now, given that the first week of Schoolies is now just 11 days out, an extra week for other states where the graduation time is just a little bit staggered? For a parent who is thinking, wow, my teenager, you know, little Johnny, has now grown up and uh, he's now, you know, quite the young man and he's going off to schoolies. I'm not sure about all of his friends. I don't know all of his friends. I'm a little bit worried about what sort of things he might be uh, getting into. Is there some way that you can schoolie-proof your teenager even this close out from schoolies? Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of th- little tips for parents we give in our, our seminars and uh, we have uh, some tips on our website at redfrogs.com for parents as well and uh, some really basic stuff too. Uh, a lot of time dehydration is a big issue down at schoolies and if uh, young people are drinking as well, alcohol actually dehydrates them as well. So we, we say buy some big slabs of water and send that down with them. So uh, it's a buy, go down to Coles, Woolies, whatever it is and get the big $7 slab just stock them up with a lot of water because they do forget to drink water. And within sunny locations, dehydration we find is an issue at our triages. But also, take send them with food. The amount of rooms you rock into, and it's just one half-eaten apple in the fridge, and they think mum and dad's going to mystically come up and fill the pantry. But start freezing down the lasagnas and the spaghetti bolognese and send heaps of food with them. Or if they're traveling to a location, buy them a Woolies card, you know, that uh, they can buy some groceries straight away, you know, down 
down there. That's just groceries only. So, you know, for little simple things like that. Also, another thing is to make sure they've got the Red Frog hotline number in their, in their phone, and uh, which is 1300 557 123. And what that is, we do walk homes anywhere in Australia where there's schoolies teams, and that's 17 of them. And so say if they're out at night and they're a bit unsure about getting back home by themselves, they can ring our, our hotline number and we'll send walk home teams to walk them back to their accommodation. We also have a Red Frog app they can download and order walk homes there too. And then another thing is to just have an in-case-of-emergency number in their phone. We call it an ICE number, I-C-E. So that way, if they do get into trouble or unfortunately have an accident, which isn't that common, uh, schoolies has been very, very safe for many years now. Uh, but, you know, if something does go wrong, uh, someone can check their phone and in case of emergency number, they can ring that or someone they can ring after hours, which would be great. Uh, let me ask you about some of the issues that come with parenting too closely. Uh, you'd be familiar with that concept of the helicopter parent. Now, every parent is going to have their own assessment of where their teenager is at. Some are going to say, well, I'm pretty trusting of them. They're mature enough to look after themselves. They get into trouble, they'll do the right thing. Uh, others are going to be saying, well, uh, I hover around and I make sure that stuff doesn't go wrong so that you know there's some level of security and protection there for my teenager. Uh, you're letting your kids off the leash in so many uh, circumstances when it comes to schoolies. Uh, how ought you be thinking about that? Because some of the things you just mentioned sounded to me, you know, sending down the water and uh, make sure you've got food and that sort of thing, maybe, you know, sounds a little bit helicopterish. Uh, how do you feel about the, the, the parenting style and whether that's going to be necessary or whether you ought to be just making sure that all those bases are covered because this is a special time when things can go wrong? No, I think a helicopter parent is actually renting the unit next door to them and living there for the whole week <laughs> and then secure, setting up uh, little uh, apps on their phone that track them everywhere. I think that's uh, more the helicopter thing. I think there's a basic things just to more resource your young people. So you set them up for wins is really key thing as a parent. But then it's the, giving them the space. But we also encourage the kids to do, the schoolies to do this, do a check-in Tuesday, we call it. Give your mum and dad a yell, a text on Tuesday, let them know you're still alive, okay? So, yeah, definitely don't be texting them. But what you can do too, if you are feeling a bit anxious and a bit, you know, not too sure how they're going, you can actually drop us an email at info at redfrogs.com or go to our website or ring our hotline anytime you want as a parent and say, hey, look, my young person's staying in this building and we just haven't heard from them. But if you go around and do some pancakes for them, we'd really appreciate it. Now, we can't really report back on how they're going, but we, what we can do is make sure we have a team up there looking after them, looking out for them. Well, I want to invite listeners to continue to be part of our conversation. Our talkback line is open on 1-800-316-316. We've been talking about a lot of issues to do with schoolies, including the headlines that you'll see in the newspapers today, concerns about this summer being likely to be the worst yet for drug overdoses, thanks to cheap party pills. The dangerous new psychoactive substances that are set to flood the annual celebrations. And as Andy Goulet reflected a little earlier, yes, all of those things are very dangerous, but alcohol actually is still the worst party drug that our young people can be involved in. Are there tips, Andy, when alcohol is going to be involved? Because sometimes you can say to your kids, don't take the alcohol, say no, but they're not always going to listen at a schoolies celebration. 
Yeah, that's right, mate. And alcohol culture has changed. And, and mind you, it was the healthiest schoolies we've ever had last year where our alcohol intoxications uh, went from 702 down to about 568 that we dealt with nationally. And it was a massive drop And because a lot more young people weren't drinking as much. Uh, they, it's a lot we were not drinking at all. Uh, it's the first time we've had schoolies walk out of a building and go, oh, do you know where to get a good coffee? Whereas normally, where's the bottle shop? So uh, it's just almost they're changing, uh, trading beers for boost juices this year with this healthy revolution coming through and, and low carbs. And, and there's also really social justice minded in a lot of young people these days too, where they're really looking after their mates well. So uh, there's a lot of positives in, in the whole scene where, uh, there is not as much craziness as what we saw, say, 15, 10 years ago even. But but in that, it's really important that if you are 18 and, and are having a few drinks, and, and Red Frogs isn't anti-alcohol, we're just anti-ending up in hospital. So we're not an anti-drinking movement at all, we're, but we're about looking after yourself and also the power to choose, that, that if you don't want to drink, that's okay. And in fact, you're the best asset to your mate in that environment as the DESI, we call them, the designated sober guy. And and some little tricks too on how to negotiate that. If your mates are putting pressure onto your drink, just say, hey, I'm shotgunning DESI tonight. I'm the designated sober guy. It's my job to do the kebab runs and make sure we don't lose our bond tonight. And that's a really big thing where you, you're you almost being an undercover frogger in that environment. And your whole role is looking after the boys and looking after your mates. And, and that's a really valued thing. Uh, for, for guys that are drinking too much, and, and you're a huge asset in doing that. We're taking calls on one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen, talking through the excitement and the anxiety of Schoolies Week. Let's hear from Tina in Brisbane. Hello, Tina. Welcome along. Tina, are you with us? Tina, you might like to call us back one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. Let me ask you the hard question here, Andy. Uh, your uh, your teenager gets arrested and they're in the watch house and they make the call. Do you go in and bail them out or uh, do you let them suffer for the night? Oh, look, it's a, it's a pretty – it's a rubber hits the road when you do get arrested and I'll tell you what, it doesn't take long before you have a bit of fear in that situation and, and yeah, they're not good uh, phone calls. You get at 2 in the morning when that does happen. But mind you, with the police, I just want to make a comment on that. They are there really looking after schoolies and 90% of all the rest of the hangers-on and the toolies and all those so – some really nasty – predators that try to prey on this situation but a lot of the time police have a very good management approach generally right around Australia and they're really there looking after a young person and quite often if they have arrested them it's quite often to keep them safe if they've been are doing things they shouldn't be that could jeopardize themselves and others other police are doing a great job in there so it's actually that's not a bad thing police are involved because they're there really looking after schoolies as well let's take a call amanda is in bunbury in western australia hello amanda welcome along hi neil um good morning um yeah you've got an interesting topic this morning uh and i i was just wondering um if uh any of uh, anyone has thought about having in, instead of a schoolies weekend, uh, rather have or a week, rather have a, a type of a boot camp where uh, young people can uh, learn um, like life skills, motivation, and uh, and discipline, and a little bit of teamwork. And yeah, I would just like to know what your thoughts are about that. Andy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Look, we, we love as many different options out there as possible that can provide alternatives and give choices to 
uh, young people to go and celebrate their end of school life. And some actually do uh, third world, uh, almost like missions trips to uh, different countries and helping uh, poverty-reached areas and orphanages around uh, around the world, and they actually do that for their schoolies. And we've had a lot of tr- other organisations put a lot of different uh, courses on, and and uh, yeah, so no, the, all those options are really good uh, with schoolies, though, it, because it's not actually an organised event. There's um, not anyone really driving it. It's actually been driven by young people over many many years, and becomes a bit of a traditional thing. We, we've been very much more reacting to wherever young people move to. That's where we go. But I think looking at those little strategies around it that can slowly, I guess, provide more options for young people where, yeah, be fully for that as well. And also in your accent, uh, do I pick up a South African accent yeah. there? Yep, that's yes. me. So we do red frogs in uh, South Africa as well. There's seven yeah. locations. We do uh, Bolido, Margate or Schlunga and uh, down in Plettenberg Bay. So we have, uh, yeah, they call yeah. it Matrix over there. So we have over yeah. 400 froggers in South Africa as well that look after them in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. The excitement and the anxiety of Schoolies Week. It's our topic of conversation. Andy Gooley is our guest. He's the founder of Red Frogs. And, of course, Schoolies Week coming up just 11 days away for some states. And then there's the second week of Schoolies. 26th of November through the 3rd of December. Uh, Andy, uh, not too much time left in our conversation. Let's come back to young people. All these negative headlines about uh, drug abuse and the possibility of overdoses that will happen and these new drugs that are on the market, things that are flooding in here. People don't even know the compositions of those. It's it's a scary thing. The idea of uh, alcohol and our kids uh, going to school is... Uh, stretching themselves beyond what they've ever had before, outside of parental control, stuff can go wrong. There's negative things to say, but let's talk about young people in general. Let's talk about this generation and let's talk about young people who've got something of a connection to church. Uh, How are you feeling about young people today? Yeah, look, I'm so encouraged uh, by what we see at schoolies weeks and even university weeks and, and music festivals we do as well. And uh, we do a lot of sporting events as well, and and just to see the breed and the culture of young people making you know better decisions these days, and and really thinking about uh, does what I do affect others, and I think that real value on others has been a real shift we've seen in in uh, you know this decision might not just affect me, but if it really affects others, that's a real high value to me that I the reason I wouldn't do something dumb and but we're seeing them make great decisions and I just got to give them a massive tick in the in the box say this generation is is uh you know smarter you know more social justice focused and and we've seen some really positive trends coming through which has really excited us let's take one more call Gabby is in Queensland hello Gabby welcome along Gabby are you with us no we won't be able to take Gabby's call Uh, Gabby, we might not be able to take your call at all. Not much time to go in our conversation today. Uh, So when we've got young people, uh, schoolies, and uh, they're pushing the limits, let me ask you about this, Andy. When you've got young people, and there'll be no shortage of those who are ready to make mistakes, ready to do the wrong things, ready to push the boundaries, when we've got our kids going to schoolies week, how do you set up this idea of recognising the contrast of what's a good decision and what's not? 
Yeah, look, I think you're right. There are always ones that push their limit and they have just a bit of extra leadership on their life that's just misdirected at that age. And uh, a lot of time for the blokes to really, really don't grow a brain till we're 30 too. So uh, it's about having just wise heads around you. And I think uh, with the, the one that came in earlier, the, the volunteer, um, uh, she was saying she went with a really good group of mates. And that was such, such such a key thing, to surround yourself with some good people so then if you do do something dumb or make a mistake, which young people do do, it's about having others there just to minimise the impact of that and be there for you so it doesn't go that extra bit past into a real dangerous situation. So so environment is very, very important. Uh, let's talk about the Red Frogs website uh, because no doubt there'll be people listening to our conversation now saying, uh, I'd like to connect with Red Frogs. I imagine there's always financial needs too. I'd like to give to Red Frogs. Uh, all of those things are necess- uh, necessities. Yeah, great. Look, if you'd like to sponsor a worker, it costs uh, $350 to sponsor a worker for a whole week sleeping them in a resort with their food. And that is just one of the best things you can do, that if your thing isn't cleaning up vomit at two in the morning and walking people home and, and doing all that and crashing parties... But you'd love to, you know, support some young people that are keen to do that for their generation. Uh, you can go to redfrogs.com and do that. Uh, also, just prayer too, that we really appreciate prayer support during that time. The amount of time that, you know, just those amazing divine appointments, we call them, we're in the right room, at the right floor, at the right building, at the right time. Where we literally, one, we found this girl sitting in a spa bath by herself, slowly slipping underwater, and our teams grabbed her. And just those amazing timing things that have just seen so many incidents intervened. And so we really appreciate people's prayer for the safety of schoolies and safety of our workers and those really right place, right time moments, which we really value every year. Well, Andy, you are in the right place at the right time. And let me honour you because you do such good work. And for what's grown over now, almost 20 years since the foundation of Red Frogs, uh, to see the expansion of Red Frogs all around Australia, and it's not just a little Christian ministry doing something little by the side. This has become so well known. And uh, you've overflowed the shores of Australia. And uh, you're talking about red frogs in South Africa. There's red frogs. What other countries can you name just quickly as we uh, as we close? Uh, there's there's all sorts of different places red frogs is in these days. Yeah, New Zealand, through the UK, some parts in Europe, uh, 25 cities in Canada now. Uh, yeah, it's gone global, mate. It's a global plague. Instead of the cane toads, it's the red frogs. <laughs> <laughs> the red frogs are coming. Let me point people to the Red Frogs website. It's simply redfrogs.com, redfrogs.com. And there might be some anxious parents who might like to take advantage of that sneaky thing you were suggesting, that if you uh, let red frogs know where your teenager is staying, They'll take some special care and they'll go and make them some pancakes and make sure everything is all right. It puts our hearts and our minds at rest. Uh, Andy Gooley, thank you so much for being with us on 2020. And thank you very much. Thanks to all the listeners out there and thanks for your presence and support. Appreciate it. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.